You are now in tune to the All Pro Brothers Sports Podcast with your hosts Triple and Red. This week's episode will be covering the NFL season, the NBA, remembering Kobe Bryant. And without further ado, here the All Pro Brothers. Yeah! What's going on, party people? It is your homeboy, Triple. And it's your homeboy, Red. And we are the All Pro Brothers. Holding it down on the podcast. Yeah. This is episode one. We thank y'all for listening. We can be talking about the past few months in sports. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. And we're not going to be able to cover all sports. No, no, but just the ones that we usually follow. Basically. Um... So, you know, we're huge football fans. Go Patriots. Yes. So, if we can start off with talking hold, about... Hold on, hold on, hold on. To all the past haters, just know that we're, we're, we're going to be back. Yeah, and we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. I say this with love, but we're going to be back. Yep. Just know this. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a lot to talk about. The NFL just had its 100th season. Oh, I was, oh Jesus. It's been on that long? A hundred years. Oh, Jesus. When it started off being the, what, the AFL? It was the, a, it was the AFL and the NFL. And then they, uh, and they combined kind of, in yeah, 1959, it, the 1960, the inaugural. Yeah, with the inaugural, with kind of like the inaugural. Um, official NFL. Yeah, with the official NFL. And then you had the conference of the N- NFC and the AFC. But overall, with both, it's been 100 years. Yes. Which is crazy. Yeah. And they had the all-pro football team with the various players from throughout the years. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. A lot of reflections of this past season. A lot of things happened. A lot of things to talk about. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, where do we start? Oh, man. Jeez. Uh, there's way. There's a lot to. There's a lot to. Well, we can say what the Patriots, for example, right? Because oh, they yeah. went on that 10 game tear, man. Yeah, yeah. Where we was like, oh, are they, they going to be undefeated? Are they going to be undefeated? And, the, and then when they got to, like, the better teams, it was like. Yeah, no. They was on the struggle bus. Oh, my goodness, yes. You know, like, the defense was number one. So, for all y'all people who did fantasy football, like, our crew did. Yeah. I had the Patriots defense, and I was happy. But yeah. after game week 10, I was struggling something fierce. But it had nothing to do with the defense, because if you just had the defense, uh, you would have been fine. True. Um, It's just that it's the overall thing was like, uh... Come on, Pat. Like, come on. We're, we're, used to, we're used to so much better. And it's like for them to just, like, fall apart the way they did was, like, so disheartening. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even when we thought he was going to get a good player. Right. In uh, Antonio Brown. That went on, like, uh, that went south real fast. Yeah. Like, we knew there was issues there, but we thought we were just clowning. Oh, yeah. But then with more serious uh, issues Kinda came arose. about. He was like, oh, wow, this is more serious than we realized. Yeah, it then also brought some more questions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, one of the things that I know that we were talking about, because I know sometimes you come to the house, out to my house on Sundays, um, this also ties into what um, the culture's like in, in the NFL was, you know, rape culture. Okay, um, not saying that rape is a good thing, it's just that it brings up, it brings up a lot of questions with, with that woman's testimonies that... If all she wanted was just money, it's like, did she actually really, were you actually really raped? Yeah. Okay. And and it looks, and it, what it does, it, it brings all, I'm not saying it's all women, but it brings women who actually were raped 
a lot more scared to come up to say that they're they're, they're right because like the first thing that a lot of people are gonna say is like, well, are you doing it for just the money? Yeah. Okay. There's there's a lot of questions to uh, outside of just like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, what can we do to help? The first question that a lot of people got asking is, so, were, were you really raped? Are you doing this for just uh, for what we call now clout? Yeah, because it was all weird the way it went down. Yeah. Especially given the history of the NFL, unfortunately, like Roethlisberger yeah. and other people who got off. Right. Because right. there was evidence that we know they did it. And right. that's another conversation. Um, you know, and even domestic violence. This was a stain. Once again, another player right. was doing this thing, you know. Right. Um, but then just the way it sounds, it's like, yo, really? Right. You know what I'm saying? And, not- it, and it bothers and it bothers people like you know, who who have um been who have actually been um raped and it's like it's hard to it's hard to feel bad for um this particular young lady who actually who she may or may not have been raped. Mm-hmm. We'll never know. So it's like it's kinda hard for me to feel bad for her was like if all you're doing is just trying to get money from Antonio Brown, well, congratulations, you just played yourself. But then Antonio Brown also played himself, though. True. He thought he can do all those antics and still get over um, here to New England, where we are. Right. And do what he do. Right. He, he's an excellent player. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But your stuff, keep it, you know, off the field, man. Yeah. Just, you know, and get off of social media. Go After ahead. one game, which he was okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, he got cut. You know, like Bill Belichick was not having that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I mean, if you know, if you know anything about Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick does, takes no nonsense. No, because all he cares about is good offense, good defense, yeah. and good special teams. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so what do you think about the other team? Um, they got good offense, they got good defense, they got good special teams. We'll do our best to try to stop them <laughs> in all three phases of the game, basically. <laughs> and and moving on, like when we think about the AFC. North. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're the AFC East. I mean, AFC East, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Not that many good teams, but they played hard against the Patriots, though. Yeah. Especially Miami, the way they played the Patriots <laughs> last game. But <laughs> you don't want to talk about it, yeah. but they came up and came out. Well, um, especially for someone who actually played sports. Um, I played baseball in high school. One of the biggest things that you always do is like you always play hard against your rivals. Okay. Um, so despite, despite you know, um, what the record is for, like, you know, if you're Miami, if you're Buffalo. Um, but if, if Buffalo's if Buffalo's going up ahead against Miami, best of believe that they're going to be trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. But especially if you're going up against, like, a, a top-tier team like, say, New England or a team like San Francisco or a team like Pittsburgh, and you're a bottom feeder, but you're in their division, one of the things that you, all, you always want to come on top is, like, hey, you know, Let's play hard against these guys because these guys are go are are, are recognized. Mm-hmm. And if you beat and if you go ahead and beat like you know a team like um like the Pats or the team like Pittsburgh or a team like Seattle, and you're a low, lower tier team, it's like hey you know we just beat them. We're all excited. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it's 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 great that the fact that you've seen this camaraderie uh, camaraderie. Not gonna talk. Sorry. You know, um, being able, being able to um, being able to come together and actually beat a top tier team is actually a good starter sometimes. Yeah. So I was like the that movie title, the Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise movie, Any Given Sunday. Yes. Back in the late nineties. Yeah, I remember that movie. Uh, yeah. Because it's true, any given Sunday, any team could be any team. Oh, absolutely. And this season was a case of that. Even see teams that were good 
or decent last season were lackluster and others mm-hmm. stepped it up. I remember, like, the Bengals were decent last season. Yeah, but they but, fell off to be, like, what, one in uh, 15? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, ain't no one beating the over 16 season of the Detroit Lions a few seasons oh, ago. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and then also... No, you, no, no, but, no, but uh, I think uh, Cleveland did that, a couple, uh, did that too. But speaking of Cleveland, though, we thought they were going to be something, a sight to see, because on paper... You know, they had homeboy from um, New York. Oh, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham. They had another person who was also pretty good. Um, I know you talk about, yeah, uh, it, was somebody, it was somebody else that, uh, that that came over through free agency. Yep, and then I we see. had Baker Mayfield, who on paper looked decent, but yeah. who ended up being a bust. Right. Well, at least this season. Yeah. Yeah, because it's funny because a lot of people, uh, my, my, my theory is this. And... For um for some cases it's it's not a hundred percent accurate, but it's at least it's, it at least holds its weight in what, what I'm gonna say. Just because you're good in college doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna be good in the um in the pros. Yeah, different translation. Uh, tr- different translation, because like you know in in college you know let's just say you're the best in college you know this at the third you know you're doing your thing, but in the pros all these guys do is live breathe and deal with the support that you're getting yourself into exactly like for example since we're talking uh, we're talking about uh the nfl so people like baker mayfield who i think was a great talent in um in oklahoma um and he did some phenomenal stuff when he was in college was just you know okay mediocre at best yeah you know in the pros now a lot of people might might come at me on this one but it's like you know um, a lot of people like uh, uh, Cam Newton, who was again another great, phenomenal talent when he was at Auburn. It's happened just like one of those like uh, kind of middle to the road quarterbacks. Tim Tebow was another one. Uh, Tim Tebow was like, another one. The first season, it was like, oh man, who is this guy? He has a cannon for an arm. Always praying in the in the end zone. Oh man, he's gonna hulk out and eat your vitamins to say your prayers. Season two. It was Whose like, man, man is, is this? this? Like what the? <laughs> no, and then on top of that, it's like if you if you go back to his, like his first season, literally his first two seasons, he only threw like literally throughout the course of the game, he only threw the ball fifteen times throughout the game. Then the fourth quarter, he'll and, go off though that first season. No, no, no. But That's what we wanted him to do. Fourth quarter, he would hulk up in here, show up and show off. Right. It's going to do that for a little bit because you're exposed at that point. Right. It's it, it, the first season. The, the first season is like, oh, nobody knows what he's going to do. It's the second season where it's like you have to do something a little different. Yeah. Okay. And the funny thing is, is like you know, again, uh, Tim Tebow is a great talent. It's just like his mechanics were like not there. No. Um, and like I said, you know, because the court, the coaches actually only told him to only he's only going to throw the ball 15 times throughout the whole game. Wow. Okay. Because like I said, his mechanics aren't really there, and he's more of like you'll say a running back or a tight end, in my opinion. Yeah. But that's just again, it's just my personal opinion. Nothing against Tebow. Just my opinion. He's not a quarterback. Speaking of quarterbacks, Drew Brees went down for a little bit. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, came back. He wasn't the same. You he, know. He never really come back the same, especially with a guy his age. He's what, 41? Yeah, yeah, he's like 41, 42. Uh, yeah. Because he, he and Brady are about the same age. Yeah. Um, um, and, he, and he had like a major injury to his throwing hand. Um, exactly. Because he, he, 
Both of them. He jammed his thumb. Yeah, yeah. It was, so, a, it was a freak accident. I remember watching that game. Yeah. And he was my quarterback in the fantasy league. I was quite vexed. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we also had Lamar Jackson, who was the regular season MVP. Yep. Held it down. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, RG3 was his back for quarterback. Yep. So, he had two of the most runningest, sorry, the word, runningest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's, and he's college-educated people. Masters. Yeah, he, and he's got a glasses. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Running this. Black quarterbacks in the league. Um, RJ3, remember, he got messed up his first year. Yeah. So my only concern was Lamar Jackson, you know, mm-hmm. went off, amazing player. I'm just concerned that he's not going to be able to do all that running like he did this, his first year oh God, no, going no, off absolutely. this upcoming season. Absolutely not. So this offseason, he needs to change up his strategy, whatever training Workout regimen, uh, all the charts they do. He has to, his coach, offensive coordinators need to switch up. Yeah. Uh, you know, just the different patterns and routes they're going to go. Oh, absolutely. Because I think what the ma- the biggest issue with them is they rely way too much on him. Yeah. Okay. Running the ball. He he's got he's got skills. Don't get me wrong. But from what I from what I'm looking at it is they 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 depend too much on his legs. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You know what's up? What's, and again, there's nothing wrong with having a mobile quarterback. Okay. Um, and Lamar Jackson is I want to say he's a quarterback per se, but he's more like from what I've seen a running back who can throw the ball, which is a huge difference. Yeah. Um, say, say for instance, like a quarterback who runs, like say someone like a Patrick Mahomes or a uh, Russell Wilson. Or Mike Vick back in the day. No, but Mike Mike Vick was a little different. Um, I'll, expi- I'll explain him a little bit. I'll explain a little bit later. Uh, uh, I'll explain in a okay, second. Okay, Kevin Hart. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, let me explain. <laughs> let me, but let me explain. Let me explain. More fire on him. <laughs> More fire on this. <laughs> But um, but a lot of times, you know, with with the with the plays of what Patrick Mahomes and what Russell Wilson do, is if you ever notice, what they do is like they ex- they run to extend the play to try to get, hit the open um, receiver. Okay. That's true. So versus someone like um um like Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick, a lot of times what they'll do they will, they will start running to uh, they'll start running for yardage. Okay. Um, now, a, a lot of time, a lot of times with what um, the play calling is, Lamar Jackson is actually running as a design run. Now, this was like a long time ago that um, an interview that I think Michael Vick did for back when he was playing with Atlanta um, was the fact that Michael Vick really didn't study the playbook. So a lot, the reason why he had like a thousand yards rushing, like the first few years of him in the league, was because he didn't really study the playbook. We just like Forrest Gump, run, Forrest, run. Exactly. So a lot, a lot of times, a lot of times, you know, the, bro- the broken plays that you see is because, like, you know, a lot of times he didn't know where the uh, the wide receivers were going. Um, and again, I could be wrong, but this is this is what I heard from an interview that he done a long time ago that he really didn't really um, study the playbook. Hmm. Now, after the dog allegation, um, and when Andy Reid took him in Philadelphia. That was when he actually started really reading the playbook. Hence, he became a better quarterback. True. Okay. Um, he became a, a phenomenal, phenomenal um, throwing quarterback. And even when he was in college, he could throw the, he could chuck the ball 100 yards and like make a hole in the stands, like true. you know, on the on the opposite field. That's how strong his arm was. Yeah. True. And whatnot. So, 
Now, if if he actually had done that in his early career, I think he he would have lasted a little bit longer as a quarterback. But again, he started running way too much, and you know, unfortunately, you know, with the with the issues they had run into. Um, but you know, the pass is a pass, and we can all be thankful that Michael Vick actually did make the great highlights that he did when he was in Atlanta. Now I want to talk about that. Uh, people have been calling this the year of the black quarterback. Okay. Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. being, like I said, the regular season MVP. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes being the Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a plethora of other black quarterbacks okay. throughout the league. Yep. It was the year of black excellence. Okay. A lot yep. of people have been seeing Lamar Jackson putting up great numbers. Yep. Patrick Mahomes putting up great numbers. Um, yep. See, I need to look it up, so I'm forgetting off top some of the other black quarterbacks right now. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was the guy who um, he was the black quarterback for New Orleans. Yep, yep. I was rooting for him. Yeah. Because um, he was doing well. Yeah, absolutely. And then once Breeze was healthy. He got, yeah, he took over because, again, you, you, um, you're taking over um, uh, a staple. It's like, you know, you don't want to take away a staple that was already established there. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I was rooting for Teddy Bridgewater too. That he, you know, that at least you know does well enough to, even if he decides to go to another team, that this will be kind of his another audition tape for somebody else to pick him up. True. I'm not gonna lie. I would love for him to come here to New England. Oh yeah. I expect that some of my coworkers and I also to you and others. Yeah. You know, Russell Wilson. Um, you know, he definitely held it down. I'm not gonna lie. I was low key rooting for both teams in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I like. Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson as men, you know, it what was, they represent. Was Jimmy Garoppolo I mean, sorry, I wanted Russell Wilson to face against him, though. But, Fair enough. you know. Um, I know what you mean. Yeah, see, I'm thinking what I wanted to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but but but, but for, the, for those who are sports fans, like, you know, it was Jimmy G. We all know. We yeah. came from the past organization. You should have kept them, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one, bro. <laughs> you know, they also had Cam Newton, who we mentioned. Yeah. Uh, you know, <clears throat> and this, despite last season, Cam Newton did have a couple of good years under his belt. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's after that Super Bowl appearance, though, he hasn't been the same. Though. He really hasn't. Um, Jemais Winston, you have him. Oh, uh, uh, Winston, it's... Yeah, that he's an, he's another interesting case. Then we have Deshaun Watson, of course. What am I thinking um, Deshaun Watson, Tyrod Taylor, heard plenty about him. Yeah. Dak Prescott, though we don't know if he's going to come back to the Cowboys from what I last heard. We don't there's, know. That's up in the air right there's now. contract discussions. Teddy Bridgewater, we mentioned. Yep. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Jacob P. Brissett. I remember Brissett as well. Um, is Jacob Brissett. Yeah. Right? Jacoby. Jacoby. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jacoby. I'm sorry, Jacoby. My bad, bro. <laughs> My bad, bro. I didn't mean to mispronounce your name, my man. There's a lot of interesting names in the NFL. The Brickashaw. Oh, my God. And plenty more. And one that we can't repeat on the show. Because oh. you already know. Try to keep it PG. Yeah. So, <laughs> running let's, let's, let's running just... joke we have. We'll leave it alone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll leave it alone. Oh, man. So, Jesus. I do want to talk about the NFL 100 real quick. It's an yep. amazing list. Yeah. Of... Of all-time greats in all positions. Yep. Like, to start with running back, like, you got Jim Brown. Jim Brown, the great, the great Jim Brown, the man who ran over dudes. Like, I'm going to run you over with, like, I'm getting into the dead zone. Darn it. (laughs) 
You also got Earl Campbell. Yep. Uh, a, man, a man with some... Uh, yes, I'm saying this as a straight man. He, a lot of these men have some massive thighs. And they had to because, again, you're going up against... For being guys. running backs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah cause, cause again, you talk about you going up against guys who are like 300 pounds trying to tackle you. You need some level. You need some level of like you know power coming from your legs. Yep, I agree. Then you also had Earl Dutch Clark. He was from 1931 to 1938. Oh, craziness! Uh, you had Eric Dickerson. Yep, uh, he had an amazing year because his breakout year was like still stands at list of time of like him running for over 2,000 yards in That's the season. That's nuts! Wow. Lenny Moore, another yep. one. Marion Motley. Walter Payton. Yeah, not, not, now mind you, Walter Payton is my mom's favorite player. She actually grew up in um, Cary, Indiana. If you know anything about the geography, it's like literally right across the lake from, um, from Chicago. Chicago. Yep. She grew up watching being a Bears fan. The Bears. The Bears. <laughs> uh, with Mike Dickinson, uh, with Mike Dickinson smoking a stogie. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> but, um, but anyways, um... My mom had a chance of actually meeting Walter Payton once because she won some sort of science, yeah, so, um, some science thing, and she met Walter Payton, and she literally fell out. And you know, he's like, you know, give her age, man. Huh? Let's give your mom's age. For shame. I, how did I give my mom's age? You said she won a science project. Do the and? math. Uh, whatever. <laughs> you never tell a woman's age, people. Cardinal <laughs> sin. <laughs> <laughs> you also have. Barry Sanders. Oh my God, the electrical Barry Sanders. Yep. This man, this man literally, this man could literally break off like one way. Somehow, like you know, if he's about to get tackled, run the other way. Oh, that, that was going that way, huh? Oh, he, that was going that way. It's a run back the original way. Ironically, he actually, he actually got a lot of that was from. Was again was I'm going back to the previous guy we talked about Walter Payton. Walter Payton did some some of the similar things too. Inhuman feet. In 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 inhuman stuff. And and he he also got that from um, another legendary um another legendary Bears running back, Gale Sears. Okay. Who's also on this list? Yep. So I mean I, I went ahead. I apologize. I didn't, it's all I good. Didn't. Steve Van Buren. Yep. Emmett Smith. Gotta mention Emmett Smith. You, you have to. You have to have it. Uh, uh, you can't. You can't go without the list without mentioning Emmett Smith. And despite all the stuff in the '90s and his craziness, the juice. OJ Simpson's on the list as yeah. well for greatest running backs of all time. Yeah. Given his feet on the field. I he he deserves the props though. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But despite what he did off the field, he he does he did deserve the lot of props on the field. And then what a beast. Do we want to talk linebackers? I'll list some of them that people will know. Dick Buckus. Yep, Dick Buckus. You'll know him. Um, Mike Singletary, that a lot of people may not know. He's, um, he's also a Chicago Bear. Um, he's not on this list actually though. Okay. Um, surprisingly, I do know that name. Ray Lewis is on this list. Yeah, you can't you can't mention you can't mention linebackers without Ray. Junior Seau, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, and My Lawrence man. Taylor is also on this list. Yep. Um, Jack Lambert. Yep. Lambert Lamb. <laughs> Defensive ends Deacon Jones. Hallelujah, we gonna have church with Deacon <laughs> Jones. Church. Deacon Jones, brother, tell him this, this sermon about the, being a defensive end, brother. <laughs> we also have uh, Bruce Smith. Reggie White is on the list, of course. That, that, you, can, you can't have that without, without Reggie. So Wait, is, is Dr. Strahan on that one, too? He's actually not on the list Really? defensive end. But he, he was a defensive end. Yeah. We also wow. got Doug Atkins, Bill Hewitt. Gino Marchetti and okay. Leroy 
Selman are and Bruce Smith are the other guys okay. on the list for defensive end. Okay. But defensive tackle, you have Junius Buck Buchanan. Say that three times fast. Tom oh, let, 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 let me ask you this. Is Big Mean Joe Green on there? Joe Green is number two on the list. Okay. Well, <laughs> the, the, his nickname was, was Mean Joe Green. Because we got Bob Lilly. Bob Lilly. Lele. 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 Merlin Olsen. Okay. Alan Page. John Randall. I know yep. that guy. Yep. And Randy White. Then also, we have now cornerback holding it down in the corner, Dion Sanders. Mm. Prime time. Prime time. He had to be on the list. He, he had to. You can't have a, a greatest of all time list without prime time Dion Sanders. <laughs> we got Dick Knight Train Lane. Got Dark Darrell Green, Mike Haynes, Willie Brown, Willie, Willie. We got Mel Blount and Rod Woodson. Going into, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that uh, um, our boy Ty Law is on there. I'm surprised too, but hey, if only he was on the committee. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. All right, let's. I'm gonna jump down to kicker. Adam Vinatieri's on the list. Of course. 1996. Too present. Still playing. I remember he had the full beard looking like Santa Claus. Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> but he's, that's still my dude, though. Yeah. Um, Jumping down to punter, we have Shane Leckler and Ray Guy. Yep. Uh, returners, punt returners, Devin Hester. Yep. And Billy White Shoes Johnson. Yep. For tight ends, of course, we got Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> Spike the ball, baby! Spike the ball! <laughs> we got Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka, yes. Tony Gonzalez. Another good one. John Mackey. Yep. And Kellen Winslow. What, junior or senior? Kellen Winslow. Doesn't, yeah, because that doesn't, is... doesn't emphasize. I want to say senior because it's 79 to 87. Yeah, that's going. Yeah, I think that was senior because it's, because junior was, wasn't too bad. But yeah, no, I think that was a better was a better player. Well, offensive tackle, yeah, I'm gonna speed it up. Sorry about People, that. People, no, it's all good. Me too. We will have Walter Jones. Um, definitely would know him. Played for the Seahawks, '97 to 2008. Roosevelt Brown, way back when. Cal Hubbard, 1927 to 1936. Wow. Way back when. Way back. I'm gonna keep it going. Um. I'm going to jump down to some of the more quote-unquote exciting positions. Uh, wide receiver, we have Larry Fitzgerald. Yep. Still playing. Yep. Uh, that's something to brag about. We got right. Randy Moss. We got Jebby Rice. Rightfully so. And now we got quarterback and coach. We'll read all of these. Yep. I'm the jump ahead to number two, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> the freaking GOAT himself. Yep, the greatest of all time. You have John, John Elway, Brett Fav, 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 you can't have it, Fav, Fav, Fav. You got Peyton Manning. Uh. <laughs> have, I'm gonna leave him alone. We have Otto Graham, we have Dan Marino, Sini Barr, Roger Stoback. Johnny Unitas and Joe Montana rounding out the list for top 100 quarterbacks of the NFL. For coaches, we got at number one, yes, number one, Bill Belichick. Number two, we have Paul Brown. We got Joe Gibbs, George Hollis, Curly Lambeau, 
hmm, I wonder Probably. what stadium that's named <laughs> after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you also got Tom Landry. Yep. You also have Vince Lombardi, of course. Chuck yeah. Noll, Don Shula, and Bill Walsh. Mm, good list. Definitely a good list. They did right. Yeah. yeah. I think they did good on that list, man. So... So we're going to keep it going okay. with another subject in terms of the NFL. We got to talk about controversy. Very much so. Colin Kaepernick. Yes! Something we can talk about. So, okay. All right. Colin Kaepernick played, what, three years in the NFL, right? Or two? Uh, well, well um, he actually had a little bit more than that. It's just that up until... Um, I think it was like the last two that was more controversial. Um, I, yeah, because like, it was like the last two. He, he really wasn't the same quarterback when after the Super Bowl loss. No, he wasn't. Um, but as, as you all know that, you know, Colin Kaepernick hasn't been playing in the NFL for the past, what, five years now? Just about. Um, because uh, we all know that he was actually kneeling and actually um, protesting. Um, and as part of our amendment rights, they actually have a... Uh, what is it? That's freedom that's of speech. Freedom of speech. And that covers protests right. if it's peaceful and lawful, which right. it was. And, and that's pretty much what Colin Kaepernick was doing. Against was police a, brutality against black blacks. men. Yeah. yeah, a black man getting shot by police. With no rhyme or reason, complying and everything. Right. But a good old NFL and other folks said he was protesting the military when the military man was the one who told him to kneel. Right. And that's him being peaceful about it. Exactly. Okay. And and historically, there are other teams and players that kneeled. You had white baseball players that kneeled back yep. in the day against racism. Yep. You had um, that super cool women's soccer player. I forget her name. The really cool haircut. Who oh, yeah. Recently, yeah, it was, yeah, it was recently, too. Yeah, right. she, um, she kneeled in protest yeah. for women getting more pay in sports, which I agree with. It's egregious. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that women get paid so little in sports. That's another conversation. Oh, yeah. You know, so kneeling in general is a proper way of protesting in sports because you're right. not really disrupting no. uh, the festivities. Because all, all it is is, like, they're, they're, they're using the platform that they're given um, to raise awareness to what um, what a lot of the issues that they may have that they're dealing with. One of them is, like, you know, the woman being paid di- um, a huge differential um, in sports. And as we all know, that Callum Kaepernick is just doing a peaceful protest against... Um, black people getting shot and killed by um, unarmed black people being shot and killed by police. And it was Sam and, uh, and one other guy. So that's the funny part. But that other guy was still playing, but yet Colin Kaepernick, he gets the, He gets booted, right. Yeah. Gets black balled. A black man gets black balled. Right. He gets he gets black balled for, for, um, for this. Because he's got, he's got like the face of the organization, so to speak. Basically. Yeah, so it's like that's the reason why it's, it's like that's because he was just a face of the organization. That made him an example. Right. So Colin Kaepernick has been working out still consistently. Yep. The past two years. Um, kept saying, come on, NFL, give me a shot. I'm still in shape. Give me a chance to, like, try out. Right. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we were talking about this. That's oh, what man. Oh, Last I... fall, they actually gave him a tryout. Right. But there were so many stipulations. Oh, my goodness. Like, if he did one thing, he couldn't sue them because he had just won his case against them. Right. You know? And then he, had, and then he signed another deal. Like, during that thing, like, he had to sign the thing. It was like, where it's like, if he couldn't, uh, 
he couldn't sign. He couldn't sue him for something else. Yeah, like yeah, if he got injured or something like yeah. that, Durney couldn't sue. Right. He couldn't protest again. There's all these like stipulations and stuff. See, somebody agree, play the game. Right. Maybe this time around, maybe find another way off the field to protest. Right. Right. But right, get right. it, like you said, it's a platform. Right. You know, but it gets hard because the sport. There's business involved. Yeah. There's entertainment. Right. You know, you want to be mindless for those three hours, whatever you're watching the game. Yeah. But then it's also an opportunity to bring awareness to something because millions of eyes are watching. Right. Because a, a lot of times, you know, there's some people who, who want to at least bring something to the table but don't have a big enough backing to do it. So, like, you know, a lot of times, you know, um, you have people who look like us who are athletic enough but at least want to bring awareness to, like, say, issues that, you know, growing up in places like Vatapan or places like, you know, in L.A. Um, that they, you couldn't really do it on your own except for when it's too late. And that's a problem. Exactly. Because he had a platform, he decided to use it. So the good old NFL goes off and does. They give him this this tryout, and he said, you know, we'll start alerting teams. But here's the thing. It was around the same time that teams are traveling. Oh, my God. For the yeah. next game. That was the messed up part. Right. There's a lot of play, like offensive staff, defensive staff, and coordinators had to go out of their way the day before the game or two. Right. That was actually midway during the week, actually. Yeah. Um, They had to break the travel schedules just to go see him. Right. Not knowing, honestly, what to expect. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that that's a problem. Right, absolutely. So at first it went from two teams to about like eight. Right. Then it jumped to allegedly about 21 teams. Right. Uh, I think maybe even 26 going to see him. Yeah, because I, th- uh, I think what he did was uh, for those of us who don't, uh, for those of y'all who don't know, he actually what he did was he changed the actual day so that way it could it, it could it can um it it would make it would make it made sense that um, he to change the day. Yeah, okay. get more eyes on him. Yeah, you got more All eyes, on, eyes on me. Yeah, you know, Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. Yeah. So, yeah, so what he did, what he did was he changed, he changed the actual day, um, and then what he did was like he he did it in he did it in um Georgia, and it was like a couple hours or a couple miles up the road, like an hour away, something like that. Yeah, yeah. is that a high school instead of that? I think the Falcon Stadium. Was yeah, the, the, the new Mercedes Stadium, right? Yeah, so he did it an hour away. But the thing was, part of that original contract, NFL wasn't going to film it uh, for the public just to see, really, if I'm right. correct. Yeah. Um, he didn't like that. He wanted control of the footage, right. which I understand. Right. So that's part of the reason he wanted it. Right. Yeah. And also, so- it was very drastic in his end to change it last minute. I keep it right. 100. Right. Um, but I get it. You want control in this narrative. You don't want to be controlled. Right. And so the other the other thing he did was he actually brought in his own people to help work out yeah. as well. Because the NFL had, like, you know, I guess, you know, people on the practice squad, um, people who, I mean, who are still getting paid, but, you know, he had people on the practice squad. He had, you know, a, a lot of different pieces that the NFL had a lot of control over. And Kaepernick was like, nope, I'm doing this my way. He brought his own people, um, his own camera crew, and he actually still wanted to bring out a message. Exactly. So at the end of the day, he did good. I watched the whole the whole thing. You know, it was like an hour long, you know, held it down. And he's like, when I was on you, NFL, stop ducking, I'm here. You right. know? Right. Um, and crickets, nothing. Right. nothing. No teams took him on. I don't think a lot of teams want that smoke of the reality he brings. Right. He's not a yes, a yes, um, yes, um, master kind of player. Um, He's outspoken. Very much so. You know, Um, and I don't think a lot of teams want to deal with that. No. no, You know what I'm saying? 
So he has some talent. Oh, he's very talented. Yeah. Um, it's just that he's one of those like, you're right. He's he's not he's not gonna just roll over and die. It's not it's not so much that he's like he's gonna roll over and die. He's like he's got a message. Exactly. Okay. That's all. Yeah. He's not, of- he's, he's not trying to be disrespectful. It's just like you know he's just trying to raise awareness of what's going on with black people and, and police. It's an issue that's over. <laughs> oh God. 100, 200 years old. Ever since the whole formation of police came out of the slave patrols and all yeah. that stuff. And the same crap is happening today. Right. You know? So, heavy stuff. Oh, yes. And will he ever play again? Probably not. Let's not, be, let's, let's, not in the NFL, at least. Not, I'm surprised the next NFL team didn't try to I, I think it's, I think it's still probably that same thing where it's like, I think even teams in the uh, XFL are looking at it as like, do we want that smoke? And Why? they're not going to puff, puff, pass. No, no, no not no. in the least bit. They'll stick with the sticky green they know. <laughs> right, right, right. The puff, puff, and pass later. Which is money. <laughs> money, 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 money. <laughs> All right, let's jump down to Tom Brady. Oh, yes. Please, so please. He is a, for the first time in his career, after 20 years, is now a free agent. Yep. Um... And as he has said in the paraphrase, he's in an awkward position because he's never been a free agent. No. Um, and there's been lots of rumors. Some people saying, well, will he go to Dallas? I don't know how that one came out of nowhere. Some people saying, will he, go to, will he go to San Diego? So I think he's from Cali originally. He, yeah, he's from Cali, but I think um, it's like he's more from like the Bay Area. Exactly. You know, then there's another team he was allegedly have been talking to. Uh, the Titans or something like that. Yeah, his family just moved out there because the kids are gonna be going to school out there or something in the fall. Tennessee or no, Kentucky, which is close, like somewhat of a drive up. Okay, it's, it's, it's all rumors, you know, kind of like that old school song. I hear these rumors. I hear them every day. They're talking about Tom Brady. Oh, Jesus. Is he gonna go which way? <laughs> oh. Sorry, people. No, but, yeah, yeah. Now you're giving your age. <laughs> That's some good music. I like 80s music. But so the question is, is he going to stay? Um, I don't know. Because he's giving no indication. He's giving no indication. But I'm going to give my unpopular opinion. Which is? I would say let him walk. Let him walk? Let him walk. Why? Okay. Reason why, and I, don't get me wrong. Now, Tom Brady, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Okay, it's just my personal opinion. Um... And because of the fact that I've been a Pats fan my whole life, um, I've, 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 I've expected so much because, you know, we, we've won six Super Bowls. Yep. You know, we, 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 we've been becoming like this. It's a lot of cereal. <sighs> I can't with you right now. <laughs> but, you know, it, we, we've expected so much. And because of the fact that I was expecting another, you know, Tom's gonna figure it out. Tom's gonna make a way. This and the third, and it was just a dud. Yep. Okay. Now again, um, I guess it's like it, it was his throwing motion. This and the third. Everybody knows, especially people who are from here. So you know, Tom, Tom's gonna figure out. Tom's gonna figure out. Tom's gonna figure out. And every single time, Tom disappointed. Okay, because again, we're so used to Tom just being able to do it at the whim of like you know, you know. Um, you're, you're down by like you know, uh, you're down by three, uh, three points. You know, you need the length of the field to get, um, to get it done, and you have like a minute and a half. I was say give it, give it to um, hand to Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. Now, 
you know, especially this past season, Tom couldn't even get a 10 yards. Nah. Nope. Okay? It's the fact that, you know, his, th- his throwing motion was just not there. And I know he even blamed some of the other players at one point in frustration in the post-game interview. Yeah. He's like, okay, some don't weren't stepping up, some, right. but you have a whole squadron, you know, and you got a mastermind like Bill Belichick. Right. You know, puppet master himself, right. fixing things with good offense, good defense, and good special teams. Right. So, you know, there was chance to grow. Absolutely. Even in his own right. Right. But don't go blaming other people. Don't, right. Don't put, you're too old for that, man. Right. Like, and like, and like I said, I, I think part of it, like I said before, is don't get me wrong. And like I said, I love my Pats. The Pats will always be etched in my heart. I am a live, living till my fullest day. Till the Lord brings me home, I will be a Pats fan. Okay. It just it's just that this past season, Tom, dude, I love you, bro. I love you. I I you have been my quarterback since I was since I was 12. Okay? I love you, but dude. You want more. I wanted more. I I, I was expecting more. But it's hard. Very yeah, hard. Yeah, it's very hard. And like I said, you know, Tom has been that guy. Um, it's been hard. And like I said, you know, the only reason I'm riding or riding him so hard is because I expect more. Yeah. Okay. Because again, like I said, you don't win six Super Bowls without having without having making adjustments in your life. Two more things, real quick. Greatest of all time on paper, or is he the real deal? Um, if you talk, if you're talking about beforehand, real deal. Talk about now on paper. Okay. Okay. Like I said, because of the fact that I, I, we expected more, and we expected way much more. That's all. And with those two, th- with that, if him like on paper now, I was hearing this argument earlier, would say, or even agree or disagree that Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers are better as active quarterbacks now mm. versus him putting okay. up more numbers, running, throwing wise, being more athletic and whatnot. That's a great question. And both of them, Drew Brees and, and Aaron Rodgers, are excellent quarterbacks. Um, I guess it, it, it's hard to say. You know, like I said, Aaron Rodgers is an excellent, it's an excellent talent. I just, at times, I feel like he's overrated from True. time to time. Okay. He's a man who, yes, he's, he has a Super Bowl ring. And honestly, I think he had the talent to at least win possibly three. True. Okay. Um, it's just that I was expecting way more from him in his career than he is now. He's the reason why he got his former head coach fired, Mike McCarthy. I remember that. Okay. Now, he's the reason why he actually has a Super Bowl ring. And the simple fact that you, you had him fired because, like, oh, we didn't have enough talent. I need him fired. Which okay. wasn't smart. Which he wasn't smart. He hasn't won since. So they were close. No, he, he's never even been back since. Okay. Um, and like I said, I think he's a great talent. He really is. I expect way more from him. Same thing with Drew Brees. Now, again, Drew Brees is a little bit older because he is 40. And the fact that he still got the cannon of an arm, yep. which scares me. Yep. Okay. 
I think and, New Orleans will be a threat this season if they keep most of their players. Yes, and, and staff. And one of the things that if New Orleans to be a good step up, if they actually on step up defensively, they are not good defensively. Hmm. And that's just my opinion. And you talk about uh, from a, from a man who actually who tries to look at the whole outcome of the game. And I used to live in New Orleans, New Orleans the year they won the Super Bowl. Okay. Definitely a vibe back. Oh my goodness, yes. That was of that was one heck of a year. Um, but yeah, growing up in a household like mine's with, with um, my mom being a a Chicago Bears fan and my dad being a Pats fan, yeah. it was it was fun times. It was fun times. Okay. <laughs> and the only reason why I'm saying this is because, like I said, I grew up in a household where rooting for two teams, I got I got a pretty good perspective of the game. So, like I said, you know, the only reason why the only reason why I'm a little uh, I feel like I'm a little bit harsh on Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers and even Tom Brady because I'm expecting more from these guys. That's real, okay? Right. Because I've seen I've seen them play beyond themselves. I've seen them do a lot more uh, a lot more with less, and somehow pulling off the win. And it's like I'm expecting a, a heck of a lot more, especially with Tom Brady, who has six Super Bowl rings and went to nine Super Bowls in his career. Which is more than anybody. Which is more than anybody else. I'll, I'll add my two cents. We take a song break. I think Patrick Mahomes is the next one up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's young. He's, he's talented. Yep, he's, he's fired up. He has a good moral foundation. I like about him. Yeah. Especially as a young man, he ain't just out there. No. Um. And yeah, I think he's gonna do it big. Oh, absolutely. I, I think. You know, uh, like John Cena says, you know, champ is here. You know, my time is now. I think that's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think so too. And it's John Cena! We're going to take a music break. Uh, we're going to play Andy Minio, his song, You Can't Stop Me. And when we come back, we're talking about the NBA, y'all. So keep oh, it tuned yes. into the All Pro Bros podcast. Son, you can't stop me! Can't stop, won't stop. Where the brakes at? I give him that ditty bop, like take that, take that, take that, take that. I'ma put in work, I'ma do that ASAP. Throw my faith in rap, but it say don't say that, huh? What I'ma turn down for? I feel like Shaq and Nafo, breaking glass in that backboard. I like Kobe and Toronto, huh? Dropping 81, yo I dropped the 88. Ricky Bobby, shaking bake, sleeping on it, shoulda stayed awake, huh? Everybody make mistakes like VJs, so I say my name is Minio. Stay with me, Minio. Okay, great, two forks high, raise the stakes. Risk it all, I take the hate, this the winning team. Get the Gatorade, my guy good, but he's not safe, nah. They try to shut us down and it ain't gon' slide. Only thing I fear is God and he on my side. That's the confidence I got, cause he got me. That's why I really feel like you can't stop me. Never write 
burst like Kendrick Never be the rapper rock got from Hendrix Top 10 alive, you will never be mentioned Why I ain't so high, I won't survive the trenches Plus, you a Christian, Andy They will never listen, Andy Plus, we a pigment, Andy <laughs> You don't got skill, you a gimmick, Andy Well, if I listen to you And everything you put in my ear I be living like, what up, shut up, cut up I be paralyzed by fear Two choices when I do this Make moves or make excuses huh? If you know who I'm talking about Then you got me My biggest enemy is me And even I can't stop me They try to shut us down And it ain't gon' slide Only thing I fear is God And he on my side That's the confidence of God Cause he got me That's why I really feel like You can't stop me Try to say that three times fast. <laughs> and yo, just want to shout out the whole woman six click. This is instrumental to the song "Repentance" from the Man Up soundtrack. If you don't have that soundtrack, it is by your. So it's like NBA, yo. Mm, Jesus. So for me, the NBA season was definitely excited. I was excited about it. it was exciting hearing about it before it started. Just hearing about all the dynamic duos that were forming. You know, you got LeBron and um, Anthony, Davis. Anthony Davis. You know, you got uh, Harden and Westbrook are back together. Yep. You have Tatum and Brown for the Celtics holding it down. You got Giannis and Horford. You know, you got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George out the Clippers. You know, uh, we thought we were going to have Stephen Clay, the Super Splash Brothers, but... You know, hurt. yeah, Curry just came back. You yeah, know hurt. what I'm saying? And he was pretty dominant on his first night back, too. He was. 23 points, 7 rebounds, I think 7 or 6 assists. So, you know. Um, so it was like the year of all the Batman and Robins, you know. You know, Superman and Supergirl, you know. Aquaman and Aqualad. Just, you know, all the the main heroes in their sidekicks. Or, 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 or you want to go Marvel. Captain America and Bucky. Basically. <laughs> so, on paper, sounded very excited, exciting, you know. 
Um, but now seeing it, it is exciting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, some teams we thought were gonna like really dominate, right? Or not? Mm-hmm. Another teams who look good now in the regular season, I don't think they're gonna fare too well in the playoff well, season. Right. So right now, as we stand the time of this recording of this podcast, uh, the West is it's a battle for LA. The yeah. Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah. The um, Barbers versus the Fisher. Fisherman. Right. Right. <laughs> My bad jokes. Oh, yeah. Of course you. Of course it is. <laughs> but anyways, that's beyond. That's beside the point. Um. With with Kawhi going back to the east. No, sorry, going back to the to west. The west. Going, uh, going back, back to, back to, to west. Cali, Cali. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. In my opinion, and a lot of people like to said this too. Um, that the NBA seems a little bit balanced. Yeah. Now. Okay. Thanos, you know. Thanos snapped his fingers. Before the Avengers took him out, he snapped and fixed the NBA. Right. So he, he, he went in and was like, you know, I got this. He's like, yeah, it's like, yo, I got this. <laughs> my, fa- my favorite thing with my, with my best friend is like, you know, well, for someone, like when the paths are down, like, you know, uh, and you got like, you know, a second half to go, Tom, and you got Tom Brady at the helm. It's like, Tommy is like, you're saying, hold my beer. Thanos Basically. Was, Dan is like, you know, hold my beer. I got this. Basically. Okay. <laughs> so in, the, in this particular case, all of this is just um, um, the NBA seems a little bit more balanced. You know, you don't know who's going to take it out because the talent's actually spread out. For years, when I actually started playing, um, had a vested interest in the NBA, the West had all the talent. Yep. Okay. Um, and for a long time, it was hard to be a Celtics fan because, like, you know, you had teams like LA who had Kobe and Shaq who was running everything for a long time. True. Okay. If they had like the little sister of the in Minnesota at the time, you know, you had KG, you know, in his prime, you know, doing his thing. You had San Antonio with the when Duncan and the big three there. Yep. Um, and it's like no matter what you no matter where you look, you had a lot of talent in the West. It's true. And nothing wrong with that. I mean the West Coast, the thing with them. Barring San Antonio, who plays a more traditional style, you know, yes. it's usually running gun. It's my dad calls it that running gun, almost college style of basketball. That's that's the West, you know what I'm saying? Um, and the East Coast was more about the fundamentals, you know. And the West yep. were literally out runners. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So. Seen it now after Thanos gave a snap, you know, we now see there is balance throughout the league. Yep, check the balance um, right. Like, you can't discount the Celtics. Oh, no. The Celtics are stacked with a bunch of guys who are once no names. You know, even like Langford, who just joined the team, killing it. A1's favorite, my favorite, give him more minutes, Taco Falls. Taco. Taco? Those tackles, tackle tacos. It, it's it's about it, it looks like you say taco, potato, potato, tomato, tomato, tacos, tacos. Give me some tacos. <laughs> Give me more taco. <laughs> um, hold the guac though. Oh, hold the guac, please. Because I'll mm, <laughs> add more guac. It's not gonna look good. Hey, for don't me. turn off the podcast. Bear with us. I know America loves dogs and guacamole. <laughs> oh, god, why? <laughs> Why God? Why? I'm just saying, America loves dogs and guacamole. But um, I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> but yeah, lost my train of thought. But Sorry about that. oh, Celtics, yeah. So Celtics have a good squad. 
Yes. I've been a New York Knicks fan since the third grade. They break my heart. Why are you a Knicks fan? I've always been a fan of Patrick Ewing, John Starks, um, Larry, Grandmama when he played for them. You know, Pat Riley. They were were killing it. In 99, they almost won a championship. That was during the lockout season, Tear. Tear. And and guess who they lost to? San Antonio. Yep. (laughs) So... They ain't going nowhere. Brooklyn, where Brooklyn at? They have promise for next season yeah. when, when Kevin up. Durant comes back. Right. Um, but this season, it's, it's Boston, it's Miami, and it's Mo, it's the Bucks. Milwaukee, yeah. Um, yeah, those in the 76ers. The 76ers are good. Though, it's funny. I like Embiid um, as a player. Yep. Um, he says he's the greatest in the world, mm. but, bro, we need you to show it, though. Yeah. So, and he has potential. Well, I, 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 talk, I talk about in today's era or in all time? I can, no, I no. And Bede says, Joel Embiid said that he's the greatest player currently. Oh, currently. Oh, okay. Because I, because if you said no, 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 time, no, that's a whole other conversation. Oh, because I can spit off a few sentences that can work behind now. <laughs> no, real talk. Real talk. So, so I mean, 76ers should never gotten rid of, oh, Reddick. They should have yeah, kept yeah, JJ yeah. Reddick. Yeah, that dude he, would go off and get jiggy with the three pointers. Oh yeah, because he was their shooter. Yeah, but you know, you're gonna be a gang gang. You ain't got no shooters. Nah. So you know, what I'm saying you just got a bunch of guys with little prickly knives. You know, what I'm saying stab, 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 yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. So, but they, they do have to. They have Horford. Yep. They you have. have um, they have Embiid. They have uh, Simmons. Ben Simmons. Yep. So they have. Between those three and the other part of their starting lineup and their bench, yep. they had the potential they can. to do really well. They just got to get their act together. Exactly. That's all. So right now in the East, I'm mainly looking at Celtics and Milwaukee. Yep. Um, um, I'm, I Do I want to say that would be the East Coast Finals? Not yet. No. Because anything can happen Absolutely. in the playoffs. Playoffs? 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 <laughs> so, We're talking about playoffs. <laughs> you got to win the game first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the West is the West, man. Oh, my goodness. The like, Rock. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm rooting for the Rockets, man. I am rooted for the defenseless Rockets. <laughs> Don't give me that face. Because Harden, in my opinion, if we can argue Mr. this, I play no defense. We can argue this. In my opinion, Harden should have won MVP last year. The well, num- man who plays no defense, though. Yes, here's my reasoning. This, the numbers he put up last season, the the way he was playing so aggressively in the regular season and even the playoffs, though he gassed out, he gassed out the playoffs. He, he should have won MVP. I'm not even and he's be, more skilled too. He's more skilled overall compared to Giannis. Giannis is good, but he's another one. He's power. He's a power player. Um, he has speed. You know, saying he knows the game. He has a good basketball IQ. But I just think overall, just overall skill and even to an extent leadership, I give it a hard in last season. This season, because well, well, y'all, y'all stick about it like this. It's mainly the MVP always goes to an offensive player. That's true. Okay. Now, the only reason why I would say, you know, I'm okay with Giannis winning is because Giannis actually plays defense. That's true. He does play defense. Yes. Yeah. Also, it also helps the fact that Giannis is also seven feet tall. And he's called the Greek freak for a reason. The things that that man does, you know, on the court, it's yeah. like Jesus Luis, man. Right. You know? It's nuts. 
it's phenomenal what he's able to do. It's like his athleticism is like ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, now granted, he can't shoot to save his life. <laughs> this is true. Okay. Now, cause the only reason why the only reason why I think he was in the front running or, or at all is because he he gets to the three point line, takes two large steps, and he's at the basket. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, because all he really needs is just one, one, two, and he's like, he just, and he's already there. You're like, okay. I just got to the half court line. What the heck, I dog? It's like, dude! I'm what? on Giannis, and I just dunked on you. <laughs> I'm like, you what know? the heck? What? Hold up, And bro. he calls himself the next Shaquille O'Neal. He said it himself during last fall, uh, towards the start of the season. But Shaquille O'Neal said, but you know, when it comes to Giannis, I definitely agree with that. You know, Chuck, you know, he is the next me. If I choose any player to be me, it's definitely me. And that was me. That wasn't a recording of Shaq. Haha, <laughs> thank you. But yeah, so, <laughs> don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yes segway <laughs> <laughs> um well this the thing the thing with y'all and i know we, i know we are on a top little bit of the time frame but now be good um to go on that point i think that Giannis is good but he's not the dominant he's not a dominant center like shaq was shaq was just massive yeah he's a massive man you talk about men who's 300 pounds when he went to the Lakers. Yeah. Okay. In fact, yo, you know what I'm forgetting? Uh, actually, no, they're a West Coast team, the right the Pelicans, correct? Yes. Yeah, they're considered to be West Coast. You can't forget them in the conversation. No, they're good. They're good. Um, they are good. From what I can tell, um, the chemistry seems to be okay. Um, everybody's putting a lot of hype on, on Zion Williamson. Um, I would say give, give him some time. Yeah. Give him we still time. need to lose weight. And Charles Barkley did point out on the episode of um, of one of the pregame shows, like the way he walks, even the way he carries himself, his posture needs to change. Okay. So that he doesn't do more damage to, to his, his knees. Yeah. So, and he's he's a monster though. I give he it is. to him. He, once he gets hot, he's on, he's on fire. Exactly. He's on fire. You know, take back yeah, the that, NBA that, gym. Yeah, to, yeah, to, to the uh, NBA gym way back when it was a. Uh, that, that that crappy 2D. See, back in my day, we had that 2D out of the daggone 3D. What is that? <laughs> There's a Mario, some 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 Sonic, some Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Granddad, you never even played those systems. What are you talking about, boy, anyways? The boy, to the corner. Hey, 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 hey. It's <laughs> all <laughs> <laughs> so, the beast of the East, then. Ooh. Is it Joel Embiid? Is it Giannis? I can't even say we have anybody in the Celtics who's the beast of the East. Not yet, because they, it, they, they need an actual center. Um, so that's what I'm saying with Taco or Taco, however you pronounce his name. Um, if, he actually, if he actually gets his weight up and actually learns how to bang on the inside, it also is very helpful that the fact he is 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. Okay. So if he, if, if, he learn, if he at least, you know, if he can at least put some muscle on, because um, he, he to me he seems like you know he's way too he's way too skinny. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um. And once he gets, he needs to eat more tacos. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one alone. Waka waka. Oh stop it. <laughs> but I say you know if, if he at least gets more playing time and at least bulk up a little bit and um and see how he does against uh, against a guy like Giannis or against a guy like Embiid. Um. Because him and Embiid are about the same size, which is yeah. scary. Yeah. Um. At least weight wise, height wise, yeah. you know he's got seven inches on him. True. Um, 
and going up against someone like Giannis, again, he's got another seven inches on him. Well, I'm going to say, honestly, Giannis is the beast of the East right now. Yes. Yes, you know, absolutely. He, he's a Greek freak. He's the beast of the East, you know. Even though, yeah, because he's um, a slasher. We still have to see what happens in the playoffs, though, yeah. with Milwaukee. Because yeah. they got exposed like they're out in the cold with no coat by Toronto last year. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, we'll see what happens. Like, right. playoff, play, playoffs, 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 playoffs. Yeah, it's different. It's a different time of the year in every sport. It is. It it doesn't is. matter if it's baseball. Like, baseball playoffs are nuts. I love baseball, the yep. baseball playoff season. You know, even hockey. Like, I'm actually watching hockey more now. I used to watch it all the time as a kid. I haven't watched it for a number of years. I'm starting to watch it, and hockey's hot right now. Yeah. The playoff season in hockey is going to be nuts. I'm never going to be paying attention. Yeah. NFL, I like football. It's my main sport. Right. Yours as well. You know. Actually, actually, it's my second. Baseball's my first. That's right. True that. True that. So, with basketball, no different. Yeah. The playoff season's going to be crazy. Yep. Now. Playoff the good stuff. Dare we make early predictions? For what? The NBA playoffs. Ooh, we shall. So let me. Ooh, we shall. Yes. Let me pull let's. up the NBA standings. Okay. At the time of this recording. <laughs> oh yes, uh, as of right now on March six. <laughs> Go ahead. Um. So we have an Eastern Conference. Milwaukee Bucks up first. Okay. Then Toronto Raptors are number two, and people counted them out when Kawhi went. Back, back, Cali. Yep. Um, Boston Celtics, the third. Then we have the Miami Heat, who are doing way better than I thought they were going okay. to do at number four. Yep. Then you have the 76ers, the Pacers, keeping pace with everybody. Ha! Stop <laughs> it. Bad jokes. Oh, my God. Brook- Brooklyn Nets still holding it down. And Orlando Magic. So, we have Washington Wizards creeping up at number nine. Okay. Um, so that's the Eastern Conference. And in the West Coast, like it says, the battle for L.A. Yep. The Los Angeles Lakers, and then you have the Clippers at one and two. Yep. And then, oh, yeah, I forgot the Denver Nuggets at number three. Oh, yeah, because everybody, everybody forgets, like, they're, they're, everybody wants you to focus on L.A. Yep. Whereas, like, you know, everybody else might be creeping up. It's like, oh, It's okay, always let's... L.A. The two L.A.s in Houston, especially on, like, first take. Yeah. None of the... Everybody talks about L- uh, L.A. and Houston. Yeah, but. And forget about everybody else. Denver's there. I forgot Utah's decent this season. Yeah. OKC is number six. Dallas is number seven, and Memphis. Well, yeah, Memphis has to be in a conversation, but so does Portland. They're number nine. Portland doesn't suck. You they know, they don't. Oh my yeah. goodness, they really don't. Yeah, I mean, they made it to the playoffs last year. Yeah, you know, what and, they, and they beat um, OKC on a on a crazy buzzer beater. Yes, they did, and there's still about two more months, one and a half months, even left in the regular season. Right. So yeah, because I think in, I think the finals the finals uh, it's in April. Like late, like late, late April, April early or May. May. Yeah. So before we know it, it's going to be playoff season. So I think right now, I'll be honest, the top four teams in the West already know we're going to the playoffs. Yeah. So both LA teams. Houston, Houston and, and Denver. Possibly Denver. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll at the very least, if, if, if everything ended right now, that would sort of make sense. In the East, I don't know if you agree or not, but I think the top five are definitely going Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, and Philadelphia. Yep. They're definitely, all those teams are definitely making it to the finals. Um, I'm to the playoffs, excuse me. I was about to say, unless something tragic happens, yes, I do agree with John Howard. 
Um, it just sort it just sort of depends on again which teams are going to show up. Exactly. Like I think Giannis will definitely show up, but we're going to get a more aggressive, more focused Giannis that has at least one playoff game under his belt. Yeah. Or is he going to, you know, choke up right? You know, be a choke artist again. You know, um, Toronto Raptors. Are, are they gonna keep defending their title without without uh, for the clock? Yeah, you know Toronto. They also lost Green. They lost a number of players. No, 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 I think they only lost like two people. But ah. they got they, they they cut they kept like a core of the uh, players from last year. Oh yeah, except for our boy Jeremy Lin because he's no longer there. Yeah, he's uh, playing for China. That's um, another story. And their league is now suspended, unfortunately, because of the coronavirus. Right. Yeah, but we're still training. So follow on Instagram. Uh, big shout out to Jeremy Lin, by the way. Um, so Toronto playoff, Toronto. Who knows? Yeah. Um, like I said, will they defend their title? That's the question. That's the we don't know. question right now. Now Celtics are hot. They're hot. So, hot. so they have potential to go far. Yes. You know Miami. They have Jimmy Butler. Yep. They got um, Miami has Jimmy. Yes. Uh, they got they got a good core. Uh, a good core. That help them take part if they actually know how to gel together. Yeah, because Jimmy, I think he's doing what I was hoping he would do. Yep. Talking less trash and calling people out, matured a little bit, be more low key, and he's letting what he does on the court do the talking. Do the talking. Yeah. Exactly. So I respect that. And if you talk about Philly, you don't need to beat a dead horse, you right. know, about to get turned the hamburgers for the kids on Monday. So <laughs> put some cheese on there, put, put some two buns, you got a hamburger right there, exactly. baby. Exactly. You know, <laughs> You know, you ain't, you ain't promoting horse me. We joking, but you know, <laughs> but you know, um, 76 has that potential as well. They do, they but absolutely they do. can be choke guarded as well. Yeah, in the playoffs. But who else, my friends, might be in the playoffs? Hmm, be there. Be hmm, some, be par- some upsets. Mm-hmm. Need some upsets and partake of some tasty morsels. All right, um, because as we know, we all know that Golden State's um, playoff run is like down the toilet. Let's, yeah. let's, let's put it like that because there, there's no way unless if like unless if God has a miraculous thing, they're not making the playoffs this year. Nah. Um, so I know some people said Curry should. I read this yesterday on social media. They said Curry should have stayed out because they should have fought for the number one spot. But but they, I'm like wait, basketball they, doesn't work like that. No, no, no because, because of, yeah, because you're right. Because unless uh, basketball doesn't work that way. Nah, because it's like yeah, you might you might get the you might be the number one over, overall team with the worst record, but it goes by lottery. Exactly. Okay, so like it's not guaranteed. It's not literally guaranteed to say no, that you're going to get the number, one, the number one overall pick. So yes, let Curry come back as he has and let and him get good. some get some more playing time. Yeah. And if I'm correct, it was the left wrist. Yeah, it was either left or right because it was it was he wasn't play, he wasn't playing because he was shooting from half court and like beforehand and was sinking him. Right. So he's still Curry of old, but right. he has to get back into being on fifty eight games. Right. But I agree with you, like you said, they're not making a playoff. No. We can uh, forget about that. So, some really bold predictions, I guess I could say, from given the list that you that you have said, I think that Portland might scare some people. Okay. I say, you know, they they might make the playoffs, and they might actually do a huge upset somehow. Hmm. That's just my bold prediction for the West. Now, if if it, if it's uh if it's of the Lakers, 
and I know we might segue, we might actually segue into this a little bit later. Uh, despite what the whole thing with Kobe dying, I don't think that they, they they're ready for um, a championship without Kobe just yet. You don't think the Lakers have the legit tools with LeBron? In my opinion, oh, I, th- I think they do. Playing one of his best seasons. Um, you know, we got the Brow, aka Anthony, Bra- Anthony Davis, Davis. Right. playing one of his best se- best years period in the NBA. Um, we got Rajon Rondo, who's a great six man, holding it oh, down, he helping up. out. Yep. You know, even Dwight Howard, who's playing freaking, way better than he has. Dwight Howard had paused the music. What? My man, literally. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He literally paused the music when he said Dwight Howard was actually playing better in years. Just saying. Just saying. And he's coming off the bench. Yeah. And he's happier too. Yeah, because there's not a whole lot of pressure on him. No, no. I mean, I mean, we going on about their players. They have a stacked team. They do. They really do. But I know people was worried about the coach at first from LA. Yeah. Um, everyone wanted Tyron Lue to come back because he works well with LeBron. Like when they were in. Yeah. No, but LeBron literally is one of those kind of guys that he manages the whole the team. Despite having a head coach, he's a player coach. Is what he people is. call him. Yeah, pretty much that's who, that's what he is. He's a yeah. player coach. It's just obvious he doesn't have that title, but that's yeah. what he is. Yeah, and he's killing it. Like, yo, when he played against the Celtics two weeks ago, oh, that was a great game. It was, but it was clutch. The last couple of seconds, he did that crazy step back. Yep. Awesome. Kobe squished like right. no, <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? Respect though. That's right, why. Right. You're LeBron James. You're LeBron, right? You know what I'm saying. So my thing is, like I said, that's just my crazy prediction, and it might be my, it might be unpopular. And I'm, I'm, gonna, a, I'm gonna throw in Memphis, the Grizzlies in there. Oh yeah, oh exactly. Yeah, I, I think that I think that if Memphis actually sneaks it, uh, sneaks into it, they're gonna break some hearts too. I think some okay. people think they're gonna barely make it. Sharp, 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 sharp. But um, yes, he actually <laughs> did do that, people. But I think they'll go far. Yes, they'll be playing on the Grizzly. Why? He's on the grind. But, oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Jazz, I'm surprised about Utah Jazz. We'll see with right. them. Right. Um, heck, I'm going to say the Pelicans, man. Oh, yeah, because they did get their act together. And assuming if Zion actually does lose weight um, and whatnot, I would say yes. Um, they actually need an actual center because Zion is not tall enough. Yeah. Because he's, what, 6'7"? Yeah. He's playing power forward, but he's also 280 pounds. It's heavy. Heavy. Heavy for a power forward. Right. Yeah. This is, um, but yeah, that's just my opinion. I mean, they're number 12 right now, time this recording. Um, anything can happen because they're playing better. They're starting yeah. to gel as a team. Yeah. Um, and on the East, like, yo, the East is up for grabs. Besides those top five teams I mentioned, like, the East is up for grabs. You're like, right. Brooklyn could go off. They can. You know, uh, Kyrie's still a good player. He's not a leader necessarily. No, he's not. You know, like he was better with LeBron when he's following LeBron's lead. Leadership. He right. was better when he's following like Horford's lead when he was here. Or he started pushing back. Yeah. Instead of trying to blame others when spot was kind of yeah, on he, him. But he was doing that when he was doing that like when he first got the Boston too. Yeah. And it's it was crazy. like, and he's like Horford was like, "No, dude, chill. Like, we're all gonna screw up, but everybody's looking at you." Running the team, yeah. So that's one of the things. I mean, that's one of the things that I can say about uh, about um, Curry. Sorry, not Curry. Um, Kyrie. Kyrie. Sorry, I'm I'm sorry. My bad stuff. <laughs> um, one thing you can say. Um, that's one thing you can say about um, Kyrie. It's like 
Kyrie is an excellent talent. Yeah. He could go off. He could drop like 50, 60 points if he wanted to. Yeah. But again, he's what you call a beta. Okay. Great, great talent. Probably one of the best point guards, you know, in today's time. But the problem is he's his his personality is more like a beta. It's true. Not an alpha. Not an alpha. Okay. Look look at it. Yeah. Um let's actually move on, yo. Let's move on to who we think will be in the finals. Ooh, that's a good one. Alright. Um Cause the what because right now both both conferences is up for grabs. Yep. Um if it was up to me, I would probably want a classic Celtics Lakers final. I agree with that. I okay. Okay. Because again, you can't you can't go wrong with a like a Lakers Celtics final because again, it's like you know the the hated rivalry between the two cities. You know, not not just between the two cities, just just between the two. Um, the two yeah, the, the franchise. The franchise is like they they, they clash. Yep. I mean, they always meshed. It was like you know, pound for pound. Yep. It was like you know, we're gonna cave your chest, we're gonna cave your chest, and they were the best on each of their coats. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, at the height of it was back in the eighties. Oh you know, yeah. Be- between Bird and Magic. Bring your clothesline, people. Oh yeah. Not, you, you get away with it. Right. <laughs> and, and all you got was just a regular foul. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You tap somebody on the shoulder. Now it's like you. It's gonna be either the freaking one or freaking two. And it's like. So you just breathed on them wrong. Right. It's like oh, no 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 no. Forget breathing. Look at them the wrong way. It's like oh you looked at LeBron wrong. You're out the game. Like. What? Come on, man. Come back. Come on, guy. Come back. Hey, guy. Come here. Come here. Talk to you, guy. Hey, hey, come back. Hey, yo, Paulie. Bring your system. <laughs> We're bringing the bricks out. You jerks. <laughs> Sorry. There's one referee who just lost their job. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm, so, I'm sorry, New York, but that was my best New York, um, my, my best New York accent. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Because New York just, I'll let you know, I love y'all. I've been there a lot. New York's a great city. New York's a great city. Anyways, and plus I know a lot of people live in New York. So anyways, um, it was just, it was just, it's always been a heated rivalry. A a heated between two of the best teams in the the Mm -hmm. league. Um, Just let them just, you know, hash it out, you know. And you can't go wrong with having the Celtics and Lakers um, on final. It's true. And I mean, the Celtics have proven they beaten the Lakers already. Yes. And they just played them, and it and was close right. the whole game, right. though. The, sec- the second time, yes. It was crazy, and the Lakers won in the last second. Right, because it was so, still up for grabs, yeah. which is the crazy thing. So it's going to be – that'll be a great series. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So if, if, they're, if they're both bringing their best, um, and like I said, the sports fan in me, the sports fan in me um, is be like – I know this is gonna be again. It's gonna be another hot take. I'm very, I'm very, very, very much a, a sports fan, and I know a lot of sport. Uh, I know a lot of sports fans might think like I'm, I'm against, I'm against sports, uh, Boston sports. But no, the sports fan in me will be like, if I see a great series, I'm okay with the Celtics losing. Okay, if they give it everything they have. Boo. Okay. Because uh, it's here <laughs> now. No, I know, I know. But like I said. <laughs> I'm okay with the Celtics losing because if they given all they got, you know, the blood, set, the blood, sweat, and tears of just like them giving it all they got and they lose, I'm okay with that. Now, gra- now, granted, yes, because the only reason why the only reason why I say that's because it's hard for me. It's hard for me to at least feel bad for the losers because they still get a great paycheck. You know, they still get a, a, a much big paycheck 
pay raise for you to make it into the finals. True that, player. Okay, because like I said, it's just a knockout, dragout fight. Like, you know, somebody grabbing everybody here, the other one just knocking their teeth in, the other one, you know, punching their chest in. Sounds like hockey. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> hockey fight! <laughs> right. Well, what, what I mean is, what I'm trying to say is, you know, as a sports fan, I, I like a good battle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't know who's going to win to the last you second. Play, you want teams that are passionate. Yes. About... They're about the sport. Yes. And about their cities. Yeah, absolutely. And about trying to win the chip. You yeah. know, and you like, want to add another flag to your stadium. Right. And, you know? and, and they're both the most winningness teams, winningness teams. Um, I'm making up words. In basketball. In basketball, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually going to counter that. But I would love to see that. How about a Milwaukee and a LA Clippers finals? Ooh, that might be actually interesting. Kind of like almost a a rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals with the with the Clippers and um and um, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Because because if you if y'all remember, um, Kawhi Leonard was like your shut on Giannis down, and people thought because like he's still a tall guy just in general, yeah. Kawhi Leonard. But in basketball, he's like he's small, not that tall. But he's like what six six. Yeah, and Giannis like almost a good seven, seven feet. feet. Yeah, and he was he shut him down. I was like, wow. Yeah, because you know what's funny? Because Kawhi Leonard reminds me that this is for the old school heads who yeah. actually who actually know this. Is Scottie Pippen? His uh, Kawhi Leonard's play reminds me of Scottie Pippen. I've heard that comparison okay. before too. Because Scottie was one of those kind of guys that's like he wasn't flashy. He wasn't gonna give you thirty points. Now he might give you a solid twenty points. You know, a good ten rebounds. You know, um, eight to ten rebounds, maybe five assists, maybe. But he was gonna lock the best player down on your yes. off, on your team. Yep. If your best player was your center, like he'd be like, I got this. He's a, what a solid six eight six nine. Um, and and let's just say your center was like you know a good you know seven feet. Sky was like, I got this. Yeah. I I will lock him down. And that's what he did. And that's exactly what Every he did. single time. Every single time. And I'm not going to lie, because I love old school style basketball. Yeah. Like, very technical, let them play. Yeah. Defensive, offensive, balance battles. Yes. I was a geek when I saw how Kawhi Leonard was going back to, like, his old days with the Spurs. Yeah. He was able to lock down um, Your best Giannis. player. Yeah. Right. And the Greek freak didn't know what to do. He was did He got, he was... Use a twenty-five thousand dollar word. He was flabbergasted, right? And didn't know what to do, right? Right. With right. Kawhi Leonard, right? You know. And the funny, th- the funny thing is, is that um, when Kawhi first got in the league, I think this was his the first championship against um my the Miami Heat and the San Antonio Spurs the first time. Hmm. Uh, this yeah. is when Miami won. Now you can see uh, LeBron's frustration when Kawhi Leonard came back into the game. Yeah. Okay, because like, I remember that. Because Kawhi shut him down. I'm talking about the first year when LeBron went to Miami. Yes, no, no. I'm talking about the year that because remember Miami Heat and Spurs went back to back two years. Yeah, I remember that. The first year Spurs beat them. Correct? No, no, no. The first year Miami beat them. The okay. second, the second year um, Spurs, Spurs beat them. them. Okay, I, I, I got that. I was talking about that for some of the other. Yeah, because it it, yeah. it it was a good split though. 
Um, I'm not gonna lie, I was happy when LeBron lost that that second time they played. Yeah, because I don't because I, this way every this the way he went to Miami. Yeah, it was like, dude, it's like I was like, I I, don't, I didn't mind him going to Miami, but it's like you didn't tell anybody that you're going to Miami. Yeah, which bothered a lot of people. He had a TV special. Yes, I'm like, <laughs> it's like, dude, you stopped ESPN just to say, oh, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. It was called was it the decision? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like. I'm pretty sure he made up his mind when he went to the Olympics with with Bosch and uh, Wade. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he made up his mind then. Oh yeah, okay. But they were a good team. Not they were. Lie. Oh yeah, though they were great. They were entertaining to watch, and they were shutting teams down. Yeah, because again, you talk about you talk about Dwayne Wade, who's probably one of the best. Uh, I mean, granted, he wasn't a great shooter, but he was he was very like Jordan esque of like you know just getting slashed into the basket. Exactly. Okay, then you have LeBron, who was like, you know, the man just muscling his way into the middle. And Bosch was like, you know, the man who really didn't take up the, like, the lizard. Oh, my goodness. He was just space. Okay. Probably one of the best shooting big men to ever play the game. Yep. I agree. Okay. But I'm like, okay. They were very much entertaining. Very much entertaining. It was just his decision that kind of freaked up, that messed up a lot of people. Like, really, bro? You couldn't even tell your owner that you wanted to go to Miami? Your your your, your boss had to find out you were leaving through a TV special. Remember, okay, but now it's his hometown too in Cleveland. People burned his jerseys. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> people literally burned his jerseys. People were crying. People bandwagon other teams. It was nuts. Oh. But I mean, I'll be honest. This season, I want to see. Like for the Western Conference Finals, I want to see LA and LA. Yep. If not, I want to see Houston against either of the LA teams. Okay. Um, Eastern Finals, anybody versus the Celtics. Bring it on. Come on. Come on, Cletus. <laughs> Anyone against the Celtics. Yeah, because I, I think that uh, anybody in the Celtics um, versus, versus the Celtics will be actually a good matchup. And even like... You know, the segue into all these players want to leave Alexi. They want to be legends. You know, yep. we got to talk about Kobe Bryant. Man. Oh, yes, my man. Like, yo. Oh, my goodness. I was at work on a Sunday after church. Um, and I got news of it from one of my homies. And I was just like, what you mean Kobe Bryant passed away? You right. know? I'm like, nah, that, that can't, can't be, be true. That can't be true, you know? But lo and behold, you look it up online, TMZ like they always do, they had got the story first. And I'm like, oh, TMZ got it, no, Kobe! You know? Kobe, why? I stepped away from my, I locked my computer, stepped away from my desk for about a good 20 minutes, went to my usual spot, and I was just silent. I prayed a little bit for his family, but I was just silent because Kobe's one of those guys as an NBA player, right. as his, what he was doing off the court, right. especially as a black man, we resonated with, with yeah. that. Yeah. You know, the way he just loved his wife, the way he loved yeah. his daughters, yeah. you know, girl, dad, I love that hashtag. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm not a father yet, I will be one day, but it's just like, everything he's doing, you know, even starting to become a coach, yeah. you know, for like, um, younger teams and even working with younger players and stuff right. like that. And it seems like we're seeing the uh, the special they had for him yep. a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, he was really focusing on 
young women's teams. Yep. So I'm like, that's what's up. Yep. So there was the next chapter, even in terms of the arts. He was starting to get, like, he had that, he won an Emmy, right? No, an Oscar. I think it was an Oscar. Yeah, because I think he was in a movie or something like that. Yeah, it was this documentary or something like that. Yeah. So he just left the legacy beyond basketball. And he was so good that when he came to your town, he was the dude you wanted to hate. Oh my goodness, yes. Because he'll be like, the whole team would be guarding him. He'll just throw it up in the match and, he, and, and he go in. Ch- he, like, he was about chuck it like half court and somehow make it and all five of your players is literally facing him down. It's like, oh, I got this. Hold my beer. I got this. Be so mad he ripped your jersey. It's like, oh God, why? <laughs> what? How did you? You know, Kobe, I hate you right now. But Dang it, it. It made you respect him oh, though. Oh, absolutely. Because that number of hours he put into the gym. And a lot of people just say, oh, he ain't the next Jordan. He was the next Jordan. He was. Yeah. yeah he was. Unlike LeBron. And, like again, nothing against LeBron. Kobe was, Kobe literally was the next um, Michael Jordan. Okay. And even Jordan said Kobe was the second him. Right. He and, said it. And, and, and even then, and the funny thing is, is that, yes, Kobe mirrored his game after Mike. Yeah. And even, he even took it a step further and tried to make it his own. Yeah. Okay, he literally tried to master the game that Michael did and make it his own. And that's how much respect that man gets it uh, against Michael. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing this on Facebook, too, and as a Celtics fan, it was like, you know, as a Celtics fan, nobody thought that Kobe could rip a heart out again until that day. Yeah. Okay? And yeah. it's like, and I love, I, like, I don't mind basketball, and it's like, when, when, I remember when you told me, like, you gave me that text saying, like, you know, um, Kobe that passed. I'm like, no. What? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. And so on, sun- and on Sunday, sometimes my niece does take over the TV. I kicked her off the TV for two seconds. <laughs> yes, I did. Being the uncle that is, like, you know, I, like, but I'm watching something. Nope. I, I'm taking seniority for, like, two seconds. I'll give you back your program in a second. I turn on ESPN, and I'm like, they were doing a, 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 a like a five-minute flip post saying that Kobe Bryant had died. And I'm like, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. Because, you know, as a Celtics fan, I grew up hating Kobe. But but it wasn't so much that I hated him, hated him. It was more like a respect I can't stand this man. Yeah, because he's that good. Because he was that good. Yes. Yep. Because I, I couldn't stand Kobe. I'm like... <laughs> Why the heck is this dude so freaking good? Yeah. And then he ripped out our hearts when we lost when we lost him in the NBA Finals. And then he ripped up our heart again. We said that he died. I'm like, you know what? Oh my goodness. It's tough, man. It, oh my yes. It's like, it makes you realize like you don't have to know somebody personally. To have a deep impact on for Yeah, right. Exactly. Like the only other time a death of a person who's famous, uh like impacted so much was when Aaliyah and my left eye died. Yeah. Because for Aaliyah, she was just young. Yes. And, and she had she was, so she was much. She was young. She was like 22. Yeah. If that. And she had so much untapped potential. Absolutely. She did that one movie. Uh, no, she did a couple movies. So she did two. She did Romeo few, Must Die. Yeah, with the Jet Li. Yeah, oh, oh. the Queen of the Damned. Yeah. Was, I, I, can't, I didn't see that. I won't watch that movie. I don't watch movies like that personally. Yeah. And even. Just the way she died. Some people say mirrored some scene in the movie. I'm like, what? That's weird. You know, so that and left eye's death because of stuff she started doing outside of music. Yeah. Working with like orphans in Honduras. 
And that's where she was when she died when the car because of that car accident. Gotcha. She was also still still just young. She's really thirty. Yeah. You know, so Kobe, I mean, he's only like 41, 42. Yeah, he was like he was like like early forties. Yeah, and the things he was doing, that was like, you know, I started seeing it, I started following him on Instagram, like, fuck, oh, I like what he's doing. Yeah, off the off the court, like you know, he's enjoying retirement. Exactly. Okay, and you so know. the other one that hit me hard, um, and yes, I'm bringing it to the comic book world is when Stan Lee died. Oh man. Oh yeah, because yeah. it hit me hard. He lived a long life, but yeah. still the impact he had on pop culture. Yeah. And on even like social commentary. Yes. The X-Men is social commentary period. Yeah. Martin is Professor X. Malcolm uh, no, yeah, no, so Malcolm X is Magneto. Yeah. There was that that no, caveat no, there. No, because um if you actually if you actually learn the history of it, um I think Stanley actually mirrored the civil rights movement with the with the, the with X-Men. X-Men. Yep. So he literally mirrored what was going on in the civil rights in the sixties. Many of the social issues throughout different books. Right. And so and if you actually and if you actually look intently at what was going on in the civil rights movement and what's going on with the X-Men, they literally mirror each other. And it was genius. And, oh my goodness, so yes it genius. was. So Stan Lee was woke. Oh my and god, long before it was like before it was like the thing to do now. And true liberal in the sense of being open-minded. Yes. Before all the convoluted stuff we have today in terms of that. Yes. It's muddy by politics, people's personal lifestyles. Yeah. You know, but Stan Lee's like, yo, let liberty truly ring. Let's truly be about real unity and real diversity. Yeah. You know, let's remove all the politics. Let's actually break it down to actually human human. Yeah. Being be unafraid to speak about these things. Yeah. Now you did it through comics. And people try to down comics and anime and video games. But these are actual life life things that every everybody does. And they and speak the things. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, it's funny because well, I remember when when Stanley died. It took me a lot. It took me at least like a couple of weeks before I felt better. And yeah. you know, and the only reason why I said it took me that 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 long, um, was because my mom sat there and asked me like, "Why are you so fascinated about this man dying? You never you never met him." And I'm like, the only reason why I felt I felt this way by him is because Stanley made reading fun for me. Mm. Okay, and ironically, it's like I know it sounds weird, but Stanley literally made reading fun. Because what it was like, your imagination just going wild. Because like uh, usually with reading, your imagination just just starts going. Yeah. But with comic books, your imagination is like already playing out. Yeah. Right in front of you. Exactly. Okay, and so that was the reason why it was hard for me to hard for me to accept his death. Because like. I can contribute my me having the love of reading to Stan Lee. Wow. Okay, and so I mean, granted, yeah, I didn't start getting the comic books until like 20, but still, Stanley made uh, Stanley made reading absolutely fun. So it's like you know, I, a lot of people say you know, um, uh, it might be childish, but it's like it's not because a lot of stuff that heroes actually have to deal with and what everyday people have to deal with are literally similar, and it's the same thing with a lot of people felt about Kobe. Exactly. Kobe literally. Sorry, I didn't mean to um, segue that. That, no, that was a good segue. Go for it. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was a great segue. Oh, sorry, it was a segue. But what it was like, you know, Kobe literally did that for everybody else. He uh, he he made a bridge for people who love basketball, and made the comparison of like you know, try to make basketball fun for everybody else, yeah. despite you know this this putrid hatred that you had towards him. But the man was freaking good. 
good. He was that good. He was that good. Like and Triple H from WWE oh my would God. say, and it was I am the game. I am that daggone good. That and was Kobe. Oh, my. And it was like, I'm like, the man was talented. Yeah. And it scared me. Yeah. Okay. As good as he was, he scared me. Because no, you don't know what he was going to do because the man would literally do like, uh, uh, like you know, uh, from the three point line, shoot from his like back and make a three point shot. I'm like, and he did a game winner that one, one, one time too. And the crazy thing is, his daughter Gigi who also passed away, was the same way. Yeah, I watched video of her. I'm like, oh my gosh, the potential that she had. She would have been a problem. In the she was already a problem. Right. At only what 11? Yeah, she was 13. Yeah. 13. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. So even just with her, it's like, ah, the feel for his wife. They just had another little one, you know, yeah. and she's still young. She, yeah, and you the know? sad thing And the sad thing is she will never know who her father well, she'll never grow have a personal relationship with her father. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and it's like that's what scares me even more is the fact that she had a little one. So she wasn't a, even a year old yet. Yeah. It's a reminder that life is precious and that Tomorrow's not promised. No. You know, there's a famous quote um, from the good book, um, the Bible, which basically basically says that, you know, we cannot say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, because tomorrow is not promised to any person. Rather say, if the Lord is willing. Yes. You know, I'm not going to say what the Lord's will for Kobe to die. I'm not going to say that. Though I know some streams of the audience say that. I'm like, mm, nah. But, you know, he left a mark on us Yes. that will live on forever. And speaking of living forever, he will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yes, yes, he will. They went and skipped past all the usual things and hurdles and stuff. That you know we had to go through. Um, yeah. And they automatically like, nope, he's going to be part of this 2020 yeah. uh, class, Hall of Fame class. And speaking and speak about that, you know, I see that you got um, my boy uh, KG on there, the yep. big ticket. My yep. man, as aggressive as he was on the court, but my man was just like a fierce competitor yeah. on the court. Um, and you could, he, he could tell you some of the Kobe stories, you know, from him battling with them um, when he was with the Timberwolves. Yep. Yep. Um, and then even that battle that he was with, um, you know, with the Celtics, you know, during that, during that, um, the two finals that they faced off against each other. Yeah. Um, the simple fact that they, they were both fighting for uh, the grit and the heart and the hardship. And I could preach to someone like KG, you know, who granted, you know, he had a, he had he, a mouth. He, oh my God. No, it was just on the court. Yeah. Off the court. He was like the nicest guy you ever met. flu, bro. I'm going to on you. <laughs> right. And then off the court, it's like, hey, man, good game. It's like, oh, let, me, let, me buy, let me buy you like you know, a round of drinks. You're like, what? what? Like, <laughs> that's literally, that was his personality. Yeah. His personality was literally like, you know, it's literally a case of Dr. Jack and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Um, um, I know this is I know this is a, a technical scientific name for it, like a um, bipolar disorder or something like that. Um. And it, there's something, um, there's something else that comes to it. At the, at the research it, but um, dual personalities. Where it's like he's one way on the court, but he's one way off the court. Mm. Okay, mm. KG is one of those kind of dudes where it's like he will, he will, he will feel like he's gonna rip your face off, mm-hmm. and then after the game he'll buy you a round of drinks. Afterwards, that's just the kind of person he is. Competitive, very competitive. Did he have Tim Duncan?
Jared Jack for the lead. Yes! By the time you hear this message, it might already be too late. Mm-hmm. They might consider this a wheel. I might already be inside my grave. Oh, now I ain't knowing it perfect. I'll admit it. I done made some mistakes. Yeah, but name somebody that's perfect other than Jesus. Don't worry, I'll wait. Don't let them tell you that skin color or money don't matter. They're trying to use our backs just to climb up the ladder. And no matter what we do, they all want us to suffer the same fate. So you're telling me that a man should lose his job no matter how good he is. You take away the way he feeds his family, his career, because he chose to kneel. Well, if you work hard enough, you're gonna get to a level where the powers that be consider you to be threatening. Yeah. Hopefully, when you live to see that day, you will realize I'm just trying to be a Can I say, Mamba out. You have just listened to the All Pro Bro Sports Show. Thank you for listening and be sure to stay tuned for the next episode coming soon.